Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. The man is back. Mr. Dylan Landry says, let's go, Dylan. We've been praying for you and thinking about you, my man. Good to see you back on the first on top of the comments. Blaine Smith says, what's up? Ryan Mayer, what's happening, my friend? Colin Thibodeau says, if you aren't ready for the truth bombs, you better get some cover As Colin Thibodeau says, yes, you better get some cover because they're coming tonight and you're going to want to share this because your friends are going to want to hear this. Because what what happens at Are You Serious Sports, it doesn't stay at Are You Serious Sports. We tell you exactly what it's about to go down, but we appreciate everybody. Steven Miller says, damn, Coach Prost, let's go. Yeah, you better suck it up. (laughs) We might get on a little bit of a rant tonight. We will also be monitoring the LSU Southeastern Louisiana basketball game. Shaq is in the building. We do have some people on the grounds with us there. It looks like LSU has just missed their first shot and Southeastern, my alma mater, does have the rebound, but we will see as that game goes on. We will be monitoring that as well. Before we get started and we get to all of your comments, guys, go check my good friends, and I talked to them again today because we have had a lot of people going over to GM Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, truck repair. Routine maintenance, tire repair, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Go see them today at 2500 Florida Boulevard, Denham Springs, Louisiana. Set up a meeting with them. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And if that car is just not working fast enough for you and it's broken down and not even GM can fix that sucker, go see my good friend, Mr. Woody Clark, over at Robinson Brothers Ford Lincoln. 
All you got to do is hashtag ask for Woody. Give him a call today. He will set up a meeting with you as he is the number one Ford salesman in all of the state of Louisiana. Not a joke. He really is. 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. Go see all of his beautiful inventory over at RobinsonBrothersFord.com. That's RobinsonBrothersFord.com. Okay, guys, I'm going to get to your comments, but we have a lot that we have to get into. First and foremost, let's get into this Texas A&M game. Let me, let me just, because there's been a lot of back and forth. A whole hell of a lot of a back and forth of people talking about on this Tell the Truth Monday for Ed Ordron. Number one, Ed. I think that fans are really upset and are tired of hearing we have to coach better. Well, no, duh. Like, dog, at some point, you got to stop saying that. And I love Ed Orgeron. That's going to be taken out of context. Me saying that, which is okay. But, man, stop saying it. We got to coach better. You've been saying that every single week. It's getting exhausting. Very exhausting to hear that. Today, Ed Orgeron in his press conference said about the offensive line, well, the offensive line didn't uh, protect well. And let's not look. We can stay on the offensive line all night. As a former one myself, they were sliding to the wrong protections. They weren't picking up blitzes. And per Ed Orgeron, the quarterbacks were making the wrong slide protection calls. If that's not unprepared, I don't know what is. Because the first bit of team in practice is going over. Is simply going over pass protection. If you get hit and you can't throw the football, and you can't run the football, you can't win. Another thing that I've kind of been getting my ass reamed on for the last couple weeks, actually it's been the last five, which that's okay. Y'all got to stop telling me Bo Pelini's defense is not getting better. The number five team in the country, the number five team in the country, you held the 13 points. Oh, well, Blake, they got obliterated by Auburn. Yeah, in the second half, I'll give you that. But in the first half, they gave up seven points on a drive. The other four, the other touchdown that they had was what? Oh, started at the 13-yard line. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. So 14 points off of two T.J. Finley turnovers. You're going to tell me that that game wouldn't have been different if the, if the score wasn't 7-3 going into halftime? Get out of here because you just saw what happened with Texas A&M when you were only down 10. Now, the Kayshawn Boutique touchdown, that should have been a touchdown. That game, I don't want to say puts it's all on one play, but it, momentum shifts, guys. Yes, I am going to get to your comments. Momentum will shift. Every single time that you score a touchdown, momentum shifts. Another thing about this defense for LSU. And if you've not seen my Tell the Truth Monday on Twitter, you can go follow us on AYS Sports. It's all right here everywhere you can follow us and subscribe. LSU's defense is holding teams to 25%. Actually, 24.6%. On third down. So you mean to tell me that everybody wants to come in here and say, Bo Pelini this, Bo Pelini that. I get it. I'm with you. Some of those things and explosive plays, I don't have I don't have an excuse because there's not an excuse. But when you hold a team to 
on third down, which leads the SEC over the last four weeks. You cannot convince me that the offense should not be putting up more points. 15 points per game in the last three. And listen, we have a phone call. We're not going to take the phone calls right now. But listen, I did not hang up on them, by the way. I didn't. Whoever just called, I did not hang up on you. But listen to me when I say this, because I'm going to say this with all due respect. Don't tell me it's T.J. Finley. Don't tell me that it's this talent. Don't tell me it's the talent because you put up 52 up against South Carolina. How did you regress? You didn't regress. Well, let me back up. You did regress. Coaching. All of that, all of that was Saturday night that we watched was a coaching mismatch. You held Kellen Mond to 11 of 34, passing the football for over, just over 100 yards. You had one big run by C.J. Spiller for 52 yards and a touchdown because DeMond Clark was out of position again. But you, you got, we have to come to the realization that this offense, again, as we've been talking about, is struggling. Now, Max Johnson came in here and gave you a spark. And yes, Terrace Marshall is going to be out for the rest of the season. Not because he's injured, but because he's opting out. But you have the talent on offense. You completely have shown that when you go up against the number five team in the nation who did score 24 points on Alabama, sloppy field, sloppy field, Blake. LSU played on that same sloppy field with their offense. And you tied with total yardage. You had the same exact percentage and conversion rate at 2 at 16 on third downs, and Texas A&M punted one more time than you did. But yet you lost. Here's another thing. Ed came out to get, uh, today and said, well, we couldn't run the football. Dog, you couldn't run the football last week. Well, Blake, they had over 100 yards. They averaged three yards per carry. They ran the ball damn near a half a hundred and only averaged three yards per carry. What were you averaging last Saturday night? Three yards per carry. But last week, you were able to generate points. Stick to a philosophy and go with it, y'all. They have to stick with a philosophy and stay with it. Because if this continues to happen, and if this happens next week, Guys, look, I'm the biggest LSU fan out there. I'm not wishing or hoping that any of this happens, which is about to come out of my mouth. You're going to get blanked. And if LSU gets blanked next week against Alabama, guess what? LSU's offense over the last four games, actually technically five games, less than 15 points a game at 11 points per game. So let's not act like that LSU is... Oh, well, LSU's losing because of the defense. Yeah, maybe early in the season when they didn't have an offseason and they were struggling. Yeah, when the number one corner in all the country goes down. Yeah, okay. You got me there. But stop making excuses for this offense. We talked about last week, and I've been trying to beat into people's head that this offense is my number one concern, and it's just going by the wayside. You couldn't score a point on a JV team last Saturday. But yes, as Joseph says right here, F-Bama. 
No question. Now, guys, you might see an Alabama sign right here because I'm pro- I'm more than likely going to lose a bet saying that I thought that LSU could beat Bama this year. Well, I'm probably going to lose my bet. But I'm a man of my word, and Coach Chris Garrett, we're going to put it right here. It's going to be up there for a week, and as soon as that, as soon as the week's over, that sucker's coming down. All right, let's get to some of these comments. Marvin Mackey says, D end was on his ass. Yep. Uh, Stephen Miller says, SLU looks like they're going deer hunting after the game. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they got them some country bowls out there. Bo- hey, stop talking about my album on now, Stephen. <laughs> yes, indeed. Michael Ray says, pretty much shaking my head. I agree with that. Uh, Lester Abair says it's the same excuses every single week. It is. It is the same excuses. We got to coach better. We got to execute better. Well, no shit. That's not what you're getting paid $7 million to come out there and tell me after you got your ass kicked. You're out there to tell me that you're fix. You're going to fix it. Oh, and by the way, Alabama's out for blood. Just so you know, so all 71 of you know, Alabama's out for blood. Nick Saban was asked today, Coach, do you ever think of a revenge game? He says, we don't have many, but when we do, we're ready to roll. You better get ready. Craig Schilling says, Tigers wearing purple at home, question mark. Yeah, I saw something about that, Craig, that they said that they were wearing purple today. Uh, It's for something. I'd have to look that back up, but I think you can bean count that. Uh, uh, to let me know. But I thought I read something about that. I could be wrong. I'm sure they'll sell it, say it in a telecast. But you guys are listening to me, right? <laughs> Blaine Smith says, Mason Smith is not the top recruit in the country. Eesh. Kind of bold statement to say. Well, you're not getting Corey Foreman. You better hope Mason Smith's the top top recruit in the country. Also, the best wide receiver a couple years, just last year wasn't Justin Jefferson to put in some people's eyes. Look what he's doing in the NFL. So, I, I mean, look, I think when you're in that top 32, it's all relative. Corey Foreman, Mason Smith, I think they're all right there for their position. There's no question about that. And, look, let's see what the score is for LSU. LSU goes up by six. No, they go up by eight. Okay, so it's 12-4. to four. We're still monitoring the game, but we're going to continue to break down this LSU this LSU uh, A&M game. Uh, Kate says, I don't know if Mac Jones was the LSU co- – was the LSU quarterback if he would be doing better or Trask from Florida? This line is weak. O-line coach needs to be fired. Well, Kay, that's a bit much when James Craig was the number, the best offensive line coach in the country last year. He was replacing five starters. I, I, I think, look, LSU did not pull a guard or a center. All year last year, they ran inside zone. Now they're pulling guards. They're doing all this crazy shit. They're doing stupid stuff. And listen, if I'm a center, and look, it's a position that I played. If a quarterback comes up to you after you make say, hey, slide right, slide right, whatever the call is, rover, 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 Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. If the quarterback comes up to you and says, hey, don't go rover, go Lucy, and they send a blitz to the right, yeah, you're going to look like crap. You're going to look like really crap. Now, I can't defend them on the running game. That's been a problem all year long. I have my my theories and my thoughts on that, but I don't think it's going to help them at all. I don't think it'll help them at all. You in today's day and age, you have to throw the ball to the running backs out of the backfield. You looked Sunday. I mean Sunday. Go look at Saturday in the beginning of the game with Najee Harris. He couldn't get it going. Couldn't get it going. They dumped it out to the flat to him twice. Threw him a little flare route, 
And then all of a sudden, he was off to the races running all over Auburn. Look, you gotta be a you gotta be a two dimensional back in today's game. And if you're a coach not letting your running back be a two be two dimensional, you're gonna see what you saw this past Saturday, y'all. It's not that difficult. And don't uh, I'm I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Um, Michael Ray says we totally went away from time of possession scheme. Yeah, stick with the scheme and go with it. Scheme and go with it, dog. Your defense held them to 13 freaking points. You punted the ball 12 times or 11 times. Run the football. Well, Blake, they couldn't. They couldn't last week and you won the damn football game at three yards a rush. Hey, TJ Finley doesn't look good. Run the goddamn football. Now I sound like Les Miles. When did I start sounding like Les Miles? Because that's not what I want to sound like. That is not what I want to sound like. Oh, three yards in a cloud of dust. That's not what I'm saying. But when you can't throw the football, oh, we're getting three yards of carry. But three yards of carry gets you a victory most of the times. You did it the week before, and Texas A&M is not that damn good. Let me say this again. Texas A&M is Rudy Poo. Texas A&M gets in the college football playoff in that top four. For whatever reason, if Ohio State can't get in, they're going to get clapped. They play Alabama again. It is going to be a beatdown. They are not good. At all. Stephen Miller says it's 16-4 LSU with 13-29 left. 13 no run for the LSU Tigers. Let's see. Preston says Kelvin Joseph played along, played long enough just for a cup of coffee and is declaring for the draft off topic. Just entering. Yeah, I saw that. Interesting, and I saw that. He had a big game last week, too. Um, Kate says, and something that we're probably going to wrap this segment up with here, he says, Linehan have to set back and pick up the stunts uh, and twist. I think you're talking about Shanahan, uh, uh, the Liam Shanahan, the center. Look, that that's all fine and dandy. When your guard doesn't tell you that the, the twist is coming off of him, You, I mean, look. I mean, I'm not saying that they're that they play great at all. That's not what I'm saying. But Ed Orgeron made the comment that the quarterbacks were saying the wrong the, the wrong side of the slide. The doubt, Shanahan went to Harvard. Let him make the damn call. Uh, anyways, Blaine says, when players get enough draft stock, players will opt out going to be the new norm. Blaine, I, I want to see more than one year of this. I mean, we are in COVID-19. I would want to see a whole nother year of this uh, before we just say it's going to be the new norm. Because this is a completely different season here. Completely different season. So, will it be a new norm? We'll have to see, but we'll have to go with that. Let's see. Doubt Unlikely on Twitter said, or Periscope says, so you think no foreman? I think that it's very likely you don't. And also think it's likely that you do. I mean, I, I think it's a flip, uh, coin flip. I don't trust that at all. I don't trust that. I don't trust people telling me that Corey Foreman's coming to LSU one bit. Not the sourcing. That's not what I'm saying. The sourcing I trust. Trusting that this kid's coming to LSU, I do not. Why take a trip, another trip to Clemson? He's been to Clemson five times. Why make another one? Steven Miller says this just in. Days is ice cold again. Yeesh. Man, and he did so good. Cam Thomas was a beast. Cam Thomas was a beast. We'll get to that in just a second. And we're probably, we'll probably wrap it up around halftime so I can go watch the second half. Um, Blaine also says, remember it started with bowl opt-outs. Yeah, but again, that this is a normal, this isn't a normal season, so we'll have to see. Uh, what 
Sam Bacon asked, what was the passing game coordinator do? I don't know. And look, this is where we will wrap this 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 segment up here. Linehan's got to go. Linehan's got to go, man. I mean, I don't like calling for people's jobs. I don't. But I just it's not that I don't think he's a good coach. I actually think he is a good coach in the NFL. <laughs> he hasn't been to college in a good in a good time. It's different. It's a whole lot different. And listen, if Ed Orzron tells me that they got to get the ball to Rick Gilbert and start giving him the ball more one more time, I might scream. You've said that for seven weeks. Seven weeks they've said that. Put up or shut up or tell your offensive uh, coaching staff to scheme him open. Get him in a position to be open. Look, I'm not trying to go off the rails here, but at some point we have to take a step back and say, listen, stop saying it and do it. Shit or get off the pot. Completely shit off or get off the pot. Oh, and by the way, you want to talk about the offensive line? You didn't go in an empty package but once. The one time you did, you hit a quick slant to Terrace Marshall for 20. You didn't do it again. What the hell is that about? Guys, I'm not saying that Ensminger is a bad coach. I mean, look what he did last year. He was a part of that offensive staff. But you're going to have to go back up the Brinks truck for some of these guys to come in here and get them. You paid Joe Brady, what, $300,000, $400,000 last year for that? Man, come on. This has been the problem, and I think a problem that Ed's going to have to work with. Marvin Mackey hits it right on the head. He says he's hiring his friends. 100% he's hiring his friends. 100%. There's no question about that. No question. And until he stops doing that Rudy Pooh stuff, the same outcomes are going to happen. The same outcomes are going to happen. We'll talk about those changes in just a second. Let's get here, and we're going to end it at halftime so we can go finish watching. But, guys, you're going to have to go check my good friends over at your home team with the number one real estate firm in all of the North Shore part of Louisiana. Go to team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com. 985-467-7355. That's 985-467-7355. Tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you. Also, the Drake Law Firm for all of your attorney needs. Look, I just know if I'm on a bond and if I need a good attorney, I know that I've known him all my life, but you got to go see Ernie Drake and the Drake Law Firm. Personal injury, criminal defense, real estate successions. There's nothing that they can't do. And yes, they can even do some federal law. Go see him today at 154 West Pine Street in Ponchatoula, Louisiana, and tell him Blake Rafino at AYS went on and sent you by. Okay, we're going to talk about some of maybe these uh, some changes I think that they need to to do on the offensive side. And I'm going to take some of y'all's comments and I'll get there. Uh, But Brandon says, I'm tired of all the excuses. We are average at best this year. So far, I'm nervous as hell for next year. You should be nervous. Uh, They have the talent. The question is, is, can they go get the coaching? There's no question. They got to go get the coaching. Lester says, I have to believe Brady scripted each drive for Coach E last season. It's hard It's it's hard to say that he didn't have a massive input. It's hard to say that him and that staff didn't have a massive input because you go watch at Carolina and what they're doing. Uh, Michael Ray says, that's why Terrace left quick slant, quick slant, quick slant. He got tired of all the safeties and backers hitting him. 
Yeah, I mean, we can debate that. I mean, I, I really wanted to see Terry. Now, look, his decision is his decision because I want to make clear what I'm trying to say here. Don't fault him for this decision. Good job. Good luck. We'll root for you. Personally, I would want to see him finish the season healthy. I think they could have helped him with uh, his draft stock. But if he's getting grades from scouts and from teams, who am I to say not to do it? That uh, Completely a, opinion. Nothing for, you know, just an opinion for him on the field. Whether what he did, because my words kind of got twisted up on Twitter. I was like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. I just said, personally, I would like to see him play a whole year healthy. But if that's what if he's getting something that I, he's obviously getting something that I don't know. Uh, Stephen Miller says Alt Marvin also when we get inside the 10 all we got to do is throw up to Gilbert and let him go get it says Ed Orgeron yeah and you haven't done that but once and that was with Miles Brennan let me take a back step back here because this is something I didn't say earlier stop with the if Miles My- Brennan played list the last game that you win bullshit okay stop with that be realistic with yourself Miles Brennan got hurt in 2017. He got hurt in 2018. There was only one scholarship quarterback that you had in Joe Burrow against Alabama, and he's hurt in 2020. And he got nicked up a little bit last year, too, in a game. I forget the game, but Joe Burrow had to finish the game out when you're blowing a team out because Miles couldn't come in. Miles has legitimately had an injury every single year that he's been at LSU. Oh, but, but, but Miles Brennan. Yeah, okay. Craig Schilling, can you? Craig Schilling's fantastic with the gifts. We might need to get that rock, that rock eyebrow. It feels so mellow. Let's see. Speaking of the, of our man, he says no sweat this Saturday. Coach O has never lost <laughs> two games in a row. Then again, it's twenty twenty. Yeah, he's facing an uphill battle on this one, Craig. He's facing an uphill battle. No question about that. Stephen Miller says, Marvin Mackey ain't no cornerback, linebacker, DB that could guard that. No. And you got to go find a coach that could do it. And look, there's a lot of great coaches out there that you can go get. Now, could I, could I sit here and give you a laundry list of them that can go and do it? Sure. But I think that Linehan needs to be out. I think that they need to make some position coach changes. I don't know which ones. But maybe, not Kevin Falk, but maybe... They need to make some more, you know, coaching, position coaching changes. You know, do you even have, do y'all even know who the tight end coach is? I mean, I do, but do you? No, you don't. All of a sudden, I just heard my wife yell to my son, get out of the trash. Well, that's not good. That's not good. Let's see. LSU up 20, 21 to 6. 937 left to go in the first half. Uh, Wofford has six. Thomas, one for four shooting, but he has five. Uh, Darius Days has four. And Javante Smart has two. So, not bad. Not bad. Let's see for Southeastern. Somebody, I don't even know how you say it. Casper, Casper Check. Casper Check for Southeastern just hit another three. It looks like he's got six. Huh. I'll get to that in a second. But you got to go find somebody. Look, you went and found Drew Brady. From the New Orleans Saints. You mean to tell me that there's not other guys out there? You mean to tell me that there's not guys in Kansas City that are part of that coaching staff? You mean to tell me that Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin doesn't have a guy underneath there that you can go and swipe up? 
There's a lot of innovative minds. And hell, quite honestly, you got one. I don't know if you don't promote Russ Callaway and let Linehan go at the end of the season. Hell, give him a tryout for crying out loud. He's been so good. He's so damn good. If he's so damn good, give him a damn tryout because everything we're seeing on offense right now has been trash water. Justin Payne, what's up, my friend? He says, I'd give just about anything to see Brady walking in the field in pregame next season. You're gonna have to pay him three million. You're gonna have to pay him more than three million. I mean, he's getting three million from Carolina. I don't think that they they're not gonna make should they make Joe Brady the highest paid coordinator in the country? Yes, but I don't see LSU in a COVID year uh going and getting Joe Brady. Now, if God forbid, if something happens where you do a complete overhaul, he would be on my list. He'd be on my list for sure. Brandon Argo says, Blake, should LSU try to go get a transfer quarterback? It's a great question. Look, I was I thought that they should go and, and, and push harder for JT Daniels was something that I was pushing for. And look what JT Daniels is doing right now. I don't know that you don't, but you do have Garrett Nussmeyer coming in. So, uh, Brandon, that's a catch-22. I think that you can roll with these freshmen. I, look, I don't think the freshmen are bad. They're freshmen. Not everybody's Trevor Lawrence. Hell, Justin Fields, for all the good things that he's doing, I mean, you have a lot of people, even Justin Fields admitted that he wasn't ready to start as a freshman. So I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to push push so hard on freshman quarterbacks in the SEC. I'm not going to do that. But I think TJ's done some good things. I think that Max did some good things last week. And I think that you can go find a coach that would fit their, uh, their skill set and, and make them shine. But you don't have that right now. You do not have that right now. And I don't know if Steve Ensminger wants to coach much longer, and this might be his last season. Not saying on a lot of uh, sourcing on that. I mean, I'm just saying. Let's see. Preston says, a true offseason to develop these kids and get the culture going with a new group of players with, was, with the right mindset. The talent is there. Another top recruiting class coming in. LSU will be fine. I, I, I tend to agree with you there, Preston. I think it's just a really, really bad look right now. Um, they need the problem is, is if they don't make coaching changes. If they don't make coaching changes, I think you're in for a, a season next year too. You got to shake it. You got to shake it up somewhere because the talent you do have right now, that's still no excuse. I mean, you're you're are, Ed comes out on a press game conference, bitches and moans about. Uh, about not getting the ball to Rick Gilbert, calls out the quarterbacks, says it's not the offensive line fault, then calls the offensive line out and then doesn't call and says, well, it's not on the quarterbacks. Do they really know what the hell they're doing without Joe Brady? Now, they try to force it down our throat that, that it was, you know, Steve Ensminger and Joe Brady. Well, shit. You don't forget how to coach. Uh, Craig Schilling or Stephen Miller says Craig Schilling I am the rain man Marvin Mackey says for real for real Hugh Freeze hell <laughs> he ain't gonna hire him as a coordinator the only way Hugh Freeze is coming to Baton Rouge is if you hire him as a head coach uh, for real for real I just told my cousin let Callahan or I think you mean Linehan uh, or yeah Callaway Russ Callaway Try it out. I would. You calling him a great, bright, young, innovative mind? Shit, what are you doing? You took the damn play calling away from Matt Canada in 2017. 
What's the difference here? Like, what in the hell of a difference is it is is it here? Don't say you could do it with Matt Canada and you can't do it here. Well, Matt Canada, well, he's technically uh, off the field. So what? Promote his ass. See ya. Get somebody ass out, ass out of there. Like, seriously. You can make this happen. Let's see. Oh, 31-12. Okay. Well, Southeastern must be really, really bad. Damn, they got... They getting slobber-knocked. That's a fun word to say. Slobber-knocked. I drink a little eggnog here during Christmas. I'm going to get slobber-knocked. Let's see. Watford's got nine points. One for one of three. Okay, I like that. So, to end this all here... I'm probably going to put a list together of candidates I want to see as an offensive mind that could possibly come in, but you got to go do it. You got to go do it. Jeff in the borough is calling. Uh, Jeff, you're going to have to call tomorrow because this is a this is an LSU centric show right now. Craig Schilling says the Casper looking guy and the Russian Rocky fault. What am I missing? What am I missing? Oh. Stephen Miller says, SOU has a guy named Casper and a guy that looks like Casper. <laughs> Am I going to have to get off of here and call it a little bit early so I can go see Casper, the friendly ghost out there? Y'all got to stop talking about my alma mater, though, dog. Uh, Brandon says, Hugh Freeze for head coach. He knows how to beat Bama. He sure does, and he was one second away from beating LSU a couple of seasons ago, too. I just don't know if the SEC is going to allow him back in. I really, really don't know. I really, really, really don't know if they're going to do it. I would be shocked if they did. You know what? We could talk some Saints-Broncos recap. I mean, what are we going to really recap on that game? I mean, we could break it down a lot, but basically at the end of the day, all that happened was Sean Payton didn't open up the playbook. This is all it is. Hey, you don't have a quarterback? We're going to do running running plays with our quarterback too and Taysom Hill. All that shit was. Was nothing innovative at all. They beat them thirty-one to three. You got to give the Broncos a lot of credit, but I mean, there's not a lot I can say. Look, give the give Denver all the credit in the world, but I thought it was kind of a little petty by Sean a little bit. Hey, well, you know, New York's gonna let us play, make us play this game. We're gonna do exactly what the Broncos are, do, are gonna do and humiliate Denver. Yeah, because that works. I'm not really watching the game right now, as you guys know, for this LSU basketball team, but they are one and one. Okay, one and one on the season. It, it, unless I'm, because again, guys, I'm not watching it right now, but over the first two games, it's New Year, same us, right? I mean, they couldn't defend the three. They could score at will. Can't defend the three again. Corner three, bang. Quarter three, bang. Steph Curry in the quarter, bang. I think Will Wade's got uh, he, he, He's got it up for himself now. I, I mean, we're probably going to cut a little bit short here. I mean, I know we're not at the half yet, but when we get to the forty-minute mark. But look, this team has all the talent. Cam Thomas is as advertised. Cam Thomas can score with anybody he wants to, and there's absolutely no question about that. The question will be: Can they? Can they find a way? to be better defensively. If they can't find a way to be, be be better defensively, they're in for a long season. And I know Kentucky got beat by Richmond, who is who is a good team. I know that you're going to have guys that have losses, but at the end of the day, you got to be able to defend the three because there's no reason you should go to St. Louis and get beat by St. Louis because last season you couldn't defend the three and you can't do it now. 
Trendon Wofford, and, and, and guys, again, I'm not watching this game. I guess I could watch it a little bit. Let's see. We'll monitor. We'll just turn the. Well, I'll watch it. We'll just turn the 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 audio. Give me the contact down. on the arm. Uh oh. Uh oh. Audio mute. 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 Don't want to get in trouble here. Southeastern at the free throw line. But look, you got to be able to defend the three. Training Wofford again the other night looked like he didn't give a damn Saturday about defending. Uh, let's see. Marvin Mackey says, "Can Thomas gone after this year? Yeah, he definitely gone." He's definitely gone, as he should. I mean, kick and score at will. Uh, after last season, says Mike, how can we be discussing if Coach O doesn't work out? Crazy year in 2020, but coming off the greatest season ever in college football history. Um, you know what, Mike? I wanted to be – I didn't want to really talk about this one a lot. Um, I didn't want to touch on this, but for everybody that's listening on the podcast and, and listening to us now, all 52 of you, let me just say this. It's not the on-the-field thing, Mike, that I think that's getting Ed's ass right now. It's some of the off-the-field stuff. If it were just on-the-field stuff and the kids were playing hard and you were coaching your ass off, maybe we could be okay. But I think you know that there's a blonde sensation and I don't something I really don't want to get into. The off-the-field allegations with sexual harassment, something, again, I don't want to get into. Because I, I want to stay away from that kind of stuff on my show. I don't want to talk about it unless I'm paid to talk about it full time. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. But I think it's got a lot to do with the off the field issues. That is going to hurt Ed moving forward. If he doesn't watch out, it's going to definitely hurt him. Justin Payne says this year is a loss for LSU. Got to play it out for experience. That's why I'm not upset with Terrace. Get those young guys in SEC game experience, finish the recruiting class strong. Yeah, Jay. I mean, I'm with you there, but they gotta they gotta show more stuff coaching wise. Coaching wise, they've shown that the lack of innovation is going to get them beat. Mike Fernandez says solid point there, gotcha. I, I mean, look, but there's no other defense for Ed. Look, he he <laughs> he perfected a season last year, but at the end of the day, what have you kind of done for me lately? And I hate to say it like that, but all the off-the-field stuff is going is really outweighing the on-the-field stuff. If he had that stuff like Hugh Freeze, but he was beat, he was beating Alabama, I think a lot of people would say, be like, yeah, okay. But we beat Bama. So what? He likes to go have sex with hookers. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that was wrong of me. God forgive me, Hugh Freeze. You know, Hugh Freeze messaged me on Twitter once. I had to show you guys that stuff. I had to definitely show you that stuff. When when Hugh Freeze messaged me asking, <laughs> I swear to God on my life, I will show you all this. <laughs> uh, Hugh Freeze messaged me on Twitter, said, could you be nicer to me? I swear to God, Hugh Freeze messaged me on Twitter. Oh, Blake, be nicer. Like, what? Get out of here with that. It's not my fault I liked the strip club. If I remember correctly, he called them fine dining establishments. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, I gotta get out of here. Oh god, I gotta get out of here before I lose it. Oh jeez. He called them fine dining establishments, though. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, man. No, jeez. All right, guys. My name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We will be guessing it up this week. Zach Pearson, I believe, will be joining us back on Thursdays. The former LSU pitcher will be joining us. He's up in Shreveport. Just had him a little baby. So he'll be coming back, and we will be talking about this LSU-Alabama game moving forward. Guys, we will see you again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.